0: goodness welcome 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 40 years to freedom podcast you've got Jennifer and the lovely Anna V here welcome Anna how are you today
1: I'm good it's nice in Georgia
0: is it beautiful
1: yeah it's actually really
0: it's winter here like all over again
1: freezing
0: freezing I got to work today and the heater got turned off over the weekend because it was a nice weekend And I walked into the house today. I'm like, why is it so cold? 50 degrees in the house. And I was like, I got to turn the, Chad's like, go ahead and turn the heater back up. I'm like, uh, okay, I will. So now I'm all toasty. But it's windy and snows on the mountains. And it was snowing, raining kind of yesterday. Crazy weather.
1: That is crazy.
0: Welcome to Reno. That's what Reno does. You never know what it's going to do. You'll get all four seasons in a week. So well, well you I, are in Georgia right now and I'm in Reno.
1: Yeah, I'm in Georgia, but I leave for Alabama Friday. So we're gonna hit up Talladega and then off to Nashville for turkey season and then um then I'll come back to Georgia, quick trip to Texas, quick trip to DC. And then my oldest graduates with her associates, which I didn't even know she was getting one. I thought this was like a transfer of schools.
0: An associate's degree from college. She, You have a college graduate. Yep.
1: I, well, I mean, okay. So she's Almost. transferring for the major that she wants. So she wanted Aggie econ and they didn't have it where she is. Transferring, but she gets an associate's degree with her transfer. So I'm like super pumped. So we're all going down there for graduation, and then um, and then we move her immediately from her dorm to DC. So then I have to go back to DC. She's there all summer. Um, what is she doing her,
0: there? What is she doing here there this summer?
1: The Congressional Sportsman's Foundation. So she's all about like the outdoors and everything. So all policy for the outdoors she loves it so that's where she's gonna be and then um then i'm coming home picking up Taterbug, and we are driving to reno
0: oh my goodness it's gonna be a summer of fun a summer of love a summer of fun i know so
1: hey cal like this time when you know when i drive that far it's serious like i'm there to stay for a while
0: (laughs) you better make room in some closets
1: (laughs) i know that stuff's just gonna
0: happen yep there you go uh what do we have on the agenda today we kind of discussed it earlier um and we are gonna talk about technology and the world today with technology and technology with our kids because it's something that is very important for safety reasons uh to keep in contact with your kids to keep up uh, you know, with your kids and what they're doing with their life. But kids these days, that's what they do, right? They live on a tablet or a phone.
1: Yeah, all over the spectrum, right? So Taterbug's eight, your boys are 14, and JC's 19. So right now, like we have every aspect of, um, and all of our kids are so opposite too. It's like every direction, north, south, east, and west for all four of them. <laughs> yeah. And, and so, technology I think means different things to each of them
0: absolutely yeah it does
1: because like JC it's definitely a tool that she's using to her advantage and she is like rocking life the most boring 19 year old you've ever met ever you know I mean she thinks a Friday night is meant to sit at home and watch Gilmore Girls I'm like uh go have some fun kid you you're in South Georgia go ride some dirt roads you know Go fishing in the pond. Like, live up those country songs that you love so much. And then, like, your boys have had sports. So that plays a role with social media. Mm -hmm. And then son that really hasn't found, like, his place. But music,
0: music is a big part of his life. And so that's a huge thing. Because he's got to always be listening to music. Like, he has, he asked me for... I think it was Christmas last year, if he could have the commercial-free Spotify. So I caught him that. So it's like $10 a month.
1: Yeah, like you got to do that. It's for the family. Like, just go yeah, for it. Exactly.
0: So that's what – I mean, he has all of his songs, and then, everything, excited about it. And then there's Tater. And then
1: with Hallie Joe, it's like she's eight. So it's more of a protection thing there because she's literally exposed to everything. And and it's way different than it was five years ago, you know, just swiping and ads and stuff. And so like, oh, and she's on it all the time because she's another music guru. Actually, you know what she was doing today? What was she doing? So Taterbug's the oddball being homeschooled, right? So she's supposed to be writing her spelling words. And so she has her screen that's online. Well, she's sneaking in other windows and doing things that she wants to do and then switching back. When, so when I, she gets caught, when yeah. she gets caught. So, like the whole main floor of our house is like wide open with a staircase in the middle. So, I'm hearing her talking. I'm like, what the heck is going on? She ain't writing no spelling words. And so, half the time, like she's singing Hannah Dasher or something. Well, this time she's talking in my podcast microphone. And she's introducing something. And yeah. I'm like, what are you talking about? She's introducing Chad's podcast, <laughs> This Life Ain't For Everybody. <laughs> given like a description of it. And she's like, and we'll be right back with This Life Ain't For Everybody. Click. And then there he starts back talking about he's become a connoisseur of soy sauce. I'm like, what is he listening to? Oh like, this my is gosh. fun. Yeah like can get back to those spelling words yeah
0: but that's hard right it's hard to keep track of it all at one time to make sure that they're doing the right things and they're not you know it's like it's like the the dog right the dog's like squirrel right and every time it sees a squirrel and it's like just totally loses complete train of thought so it's the same thing with the kid an ad pops up or they are supposed to be focused on something And it's just so easy because it's either in the palm of their hand or sitting on a desk right in front of them to where they can go back and forth all the time between who knows what kind of apps or who knows what kind of social platforms. And that could be scary. Yeah. I think that could be really scary. I think when when, uh, the boys were, um, I think they were like eight. 8 years old so they were about tater's age when we got them their first tablet mm-hmm. and it was um a, like a kid tablet it was called like a nabby or something like that and they could get on and play games and things like that and truthfully i used it as i hate to say this but i used it as sort of a babysitter because again this is falling back to my husband and our life that we had for a really long time doctor's offices hospital visits you know lots of time not necessarily by themselves but by themselves because we were occupied right so it was my babysitter and they it would keep them entertained to where i didn't really have to worry about too much you know they're playing whatever it was roblox or whatever the game it was that they liked back in the back then and i used that again to my advantage uh, and i think if I think about it now, I think that I would have gone about a different way of it Mm -hmm. because I see how needy they are for electronics now at this point in their life. Yeah. Because it's always been some sort of babysitter for me. I mean, they have been on their own since they were 10. David was gone when they were 10, almost 11 years old and mom still had to go to work. Mom still had to do things. So when they came home from school, they were on there, you know, by then they had the iPad mini and they had cell phones because I had to keep track of them because they had to take the bus and walk home from school after that because I worked clear on the other side of town and I couldn't get back and forth. So I feel like technology is getting um, to a place in the world where it's young, younger, a younger and younger generation for them to use or play with or almost need to be able to get through things. Do you not agree?
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, Hallie Joe gets it a lot because we're on the road a lot. Yeah. Right. We hit the road. It's a minimum of eight hours in the truck. So of course I'm like, yeah. And she FaceTimes everybody she knows. <laughs> so I, I mean, she's a lot on YouTube, but she does a lot of music videos. Um, yeah. Sometimes she comes up with some fun facts. So right now it's not been, I don't know, I guess things that I really am upset that she's spending time doing. Yeah. But um, it's just that, that addiction of being entertained 24 seven. Like it's okay to be bored. It's okay. okay. I I feel like my whole childhood, I was bored. I was always
0: bored because there was nothing like that.
1: You know, So like that's the whole thing is she you know she's home by herself she's like an only child so it really is easy but like we never watch tv I don't even know why we have tvs and you know when we just I don't have like a cable or anything because we never watch it but like I'll go to bed at night and watch something on my computer so now I'm like my gosh am I just as bad Cause we work on our phones all day long. You're worse than me. I have notifications. I'm like, JC got so mad at me. She came home last weekend and she was sending herself something or she was sending me something from her phone. We were at a Ducks Unlimited banquet. She was sending me pictures and they didn't pop up. And she called me out. She's like, you turn my notifications off. I'm like, girl, I up my phone all day long. Like, I'll check it every hour. Is Jay-Z okay? <laughs> you know, because not that I don't want to hear from her, but it's a distraction in the day when your phone is just constantly going off.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and my phone is always going off. Like, literally, it goes off as early as six o'clock in the morning. And it's, it's not like I got a whole bunch of guys hitting me up at six o'clock in the morning or to like 10 o'clock at night. It's not like that. It's always work because it could be someone from the East coast texting me, not even realizing that there's a three hour time difference. Right. And it's six o'clock that here and it's nine o'clock there, or I have to check emails constantly on a daily basis. I, I do all the social media for four different platforms on Instagram. So it's like constant. It is part of a big part of my life. And I do Chad makes fun of me all the time for this one um, because he says I'm far too old for it, but I do use it as entertainment. So I love TikTok and a lot of people fight that from me They're with me and they're just like, well, you're too old for things like that. I can sit on TikTok for an hour and laugh and laugh again and laugh so hard. I'm almost crying with these quick little 15, 30 second videos over and over and over again. You just get all these ones in your feed and it just, it's entertainment to me sometimes. And I'd almost rather do that than flip the TV on or something like that. Cause when I'm at home, everybody's in bed, I'm trying to stay quiet at some point, you know, like I'm just trying to be a little bit quieter in the house And it just
1: keeps me entertained until I go to bed. I have waited. I cannot wait to tell you this because we did the book. We talked about the high five habit. Yep. Got so much out of that. And I still think about that book. Like Mel is somebody that I'm obsessed with. I check her posts every morning when I'm drinking coffee. I absolutely love starting my day. I told you that I did um, the audio book with her because I just like loved her voice. And she just Sounds like your best friend, even though I'll probably never meet her. But
0: you never know now that we're famous with this podcast. Hey, Mel Robbins. We love your book.
1: (laughs) We love your book.
0: (laughs) We love your book.
1: Um, Yeah. Like her book kind of inspired us to get off our butts and get started. Yeah, it did. Here's the next one. Okay. I don't know if we should start a book club with our listeners because I've never been part of a book club, but... There is a book that one of my friend's daughters posted called In Five Years. So I was like, mm, I wonder what that is. I don't really know why it struck me. But the more I've read about this book, the more it aligns like our lives. So how it's a fictional story about this person who had like this perfect plan and she didn't take into counter that life just throws you curveballs. And then in five years, she kind of finds herself in a different place. Now, I don't really know how it ends. That's the only part that I know about it. But I think that we should dive into this book and get off of our phones. I agree. I
0: agree because it's been a long time since I actually read a book. And I was talking to this guy for a while and he was always quoting like all these romantic novelists and he was just like oh you never <laughs> read hemingway and i'm like mm, never read hemingway i mean harry potter yeah i read harry oh. potter <laughs> or the i think the last time i read a book series and this is going to sound kinky but the 50 shades of gray books like that there That's were three cool. books
1: i didn't i didn't read the books or watch the movies so
0: the movie was lame compared to the books and it gets to a point where like you're like scrolling through the all the, you know, sex portions of it because you get into the story like the story is really really good, uh. So I couldn't put 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 those books down at all. I couldn't put them down, and then I started getting into the self help books, um. Ninety days to a new me, um. I did a whole series from this doctor Ahmed. Um, he's a brain doctor, and yeah. I saw him. I saw him at a convention that I with my previous employer and I was just taken away by him about brain health and he about athletes and um, the damage that certain things do to your brain and how that affects like your entire body. And my sister has actually been in three pretty bad accidents and has had three major concussions in her life. And she's 53 and she cannot remember things. She's 54. She can't remember things for the life of her. Like she'll lose train of thought mid-sentence. She'll completely go off task of things that she was doing. So I got really involved in what he, this guy was talking about.
1: Is, like emotional trauma. How was does that, that
0: affect Emotional trauma? Um, yeah. What did he say about that? It wasn't all – it was all more about like – physical injuries oh so it was physical injuries to the brain and then like it leaving he he does these scans so he has all this special equipment and he would do these brain scans and it would show on the brain scans colors in certain areas and dark spots and the dark spots are like from like inactive brain yeah like blood yeah exactly like blood flow and activity and all of that kind of stuff so I listened to his whole thing and then he would go about the, the entire seminar about how then he would start these people on these um, whole food diets and change their lives completely and then doing these cryovac therapies that he's like fully invested in. And within six weeks, he'd do these brain scans again and there, there'd be so much color and like barely any dark spots. And over like the course of a year, he'd keep doing these scans over and over and over again. And the brain was actually getting healthier. And from that, people were able to function more properly throughout their day. People were actually able to remember their train of thoughts all day long, not lose, you know, things along the way. And I just got involved in his book series because of my sister. So then I got a whole bunch of books for her. And I mean, I feel like since then, it's been nothing but like self-help books. So we got to throw, if we do do a book club we gotta throw okay. some fun ones in there too at like the same what? time um was it where the crawdads sing have you ever heard of that one oh, that was
1: another one on the list yes
0: yes so i have that book and i started reading it um and it has, it's very creole right so like yeah when you're reading it you're to me it doesn't quite make sense because I don't know anybody from Louisiana or anybody that talks like that (laughs) and they would have this like Cajun thick accent like as you're reading it and it kind of got me lost uh, a little bit but it is a lot of people really like that book.
1: I know I've heard about it.
0: Yeah that would be a good one too.
1: We're getting so off off subject today. Maybe we have to do it once every other month.
0: Once every other month. So book club once every other month. Yeah, we could do that. That'd be easy.
1: So we're going to read one month and then the next month that we have off, if you, if you keep, you know, keep your reading schedule and don't lag behind, then you can have a month of TikTok and then you can go back to reading and like, you know, purge all that technology addiction. You know, you can go back and forth.
0: I love <laughs> I love you so much for just throwing back in my TikTok time that I could have my TikTok time every other month. Okay, <laughs> I see where you're going with this. <laughs> uh no. get, let's getting back. Let's get back to the technology really quick because I think it's, I think it's scary. So I have 14 year old boys. Okay, yeah. Um, and there is a phone in their pocket, 20 hours a day probably, and it's always going off and just trying to stay on the safe side of things because. You see so many things on TV or in the news or, um, on the internet about predators, right? Mm -hmm. I am terrified of things like that. So as soon as they have a new friend on Instagram, I'm like, who's this, who is this person? Why, why is their picture just of a cartoon and not of their actual, and you can't get into their accounts or it's private. Everything's so private now when it comes to some of these social platforms and that's where I get nervous so talking about that, I want to know, how how would you keep Tater safe from things like that? Like, how, how can you monitor it enough to the point where you don't have to be worried? Because I have that fear in me that something is going to happen through a, a website, through social media, through video games, whatever it is, when they're playing people that they don't know.
1: On- yeah, I mean, because, I mean, even though there are the apps you know that are supposedly like age appropriate information and all that kind of stuff right so you put all the protection on there that you can mm-hmm. but honestly anything that she used is mine so usually she's under my name or whatever or my it's my account yeah so she's never going to have anything that's like private
0: never <laughs> you're saying never well, but-
1: <laughs> moves out i guess but
0: <laughs> when she's paying her own bills
1: is <laughs> i'm like i don't want to know everything you know yeah so we're just see. i mean they are different taterbug is really private she doesn't um she never, she's more like i don't want to disappoint somebody so she'd rather just hold it in kind of thing and yeah. that's the worst personality when you're dealing with these kind of threats
0: it's scary it's a scary yeah. world
1: Yeah. And so like, you know, I mean, right now I do take comfort. Like she's homeschooled. She's not around. She's not exposed to as much. So she doesn't feel like she's missing out on a lot. Yeah. Right. She only knows what, what we know or what we show her. So it's literally like Instagram and Facebook and she's taken over my Snapchat, but she snaps my friends.
0: Yeah. So that's the one that I won't let my kids have. So I have controlled specific things when I did get their new phones I blocked a whole bunch of things because I had a little incident with one of my boys a couple years ago um, about him searching a a certain subject on a regular basis and so I shut down a lot of things that they couldn't they weren't able to get into so I took the phones to AT&T and she put in all these things I don't even know what she did honestly but she put in all these blocks to where he couldn't get to certain websites anymore which was great but Snapchat is one that I won't let them have. I won't let them have that because the whole point of Snapchat, right, is that the message disappears. So I don't know what's.
1: is like they could be using it when you don't know and then just delete it and, and put it back on there. So it's like you can only do so much. Like you, Like the main thing is to build a relationship with your kids so that they feel safe to communicate, right? Mm-hmm. That's the main thing because if something were to happen, you want to make sure that they feel safe enough to communicate because we can only protect them so much. Yeah. So in like, I don't know. I kind of just did that with JC. I was like, okay, you know, like here's your freedom and you can have certain freedoms until you screw it up. But when you lose my trust, it's going to be hell to get it back. Yeah. So this is what we're going to do. And we're going to have these open conversations and we're going to have hard conversations and talk about things that you might not want to talk about, but we're going to build this relationship because when are you going to need me and you need to know that you can count on me and you need to feel comfortable coming to me because when it happens, it's not the time to figure it all out in the middle of a crisis. Right. So I guess I just kind of started that from the beginning. It's like, I just want to make sure that we have that established relationship and it's not that you can be friends because you got to have the respect. There's just such a fine line there. So I would say that it it falls more on like the parenting side because there's only so much you can do to hide kids from what you don't want them to find on technology.
0: Yeah. And I have a great relationship with my kids, which is, I'm so, I'm blessed with that because they trust me just, I trust them just as much as they trust me. I would do anything for them and they would do anything for me. So whenever there is a problem, or a concern. It's like an instant conversation. I could feel it. Like I could feel if the tension is weird between something. I could feel if they had a bad day. And I'm just like, talk to me. Like, tell me. I told them long ago, as long as you communicate with me, no matter what happens, you go to a party one day. And you're put in a situation to where you don't want to be there. I'm like, I don't care. You call me. I don't care what time it is. I will come pick you up. It won't even be a conversation. I would just be proud of the fact that you called me in a time where you were uncomfortable. I'm like, you even get to a point where, I mean, it's they're in high school now. And there's going to be times where they go to a party and they might drink a beer or two. Getting into a car, like having those conversations with them when people have been drinking, Again, no judgment. You call me, I come and pick you up. It's not even a conversation. It's more of that trust, that bond that we have that I know that you're safe.
1: Because what they about that conversation is I'm a kid and I'm going to get in trouble. They don't realize they're going to be faced with that same situation as an adult going out with your, and you've got that one punk that you just love, but there's, there's still a punk and they think that they're okay. You know, and it's their turn to take care of everybody. And then all of a sudden you're put in a situation where nobody's okay. Yeah. You know, like teaching them to stand up early and having that pride in themselves and that confidence. That thing is just so important because it's not just about drinking or parties or whatever, but just in life. So, yeah, I mean, I think that's where it starts. It doesn't start with technology. It just starts with parenting. Yeah, It does. And
0: having that open conversation with them on on a regular basis, making sure they understand. I try, and this might, I don't know, a lot of people might disagree with this, but I truly try to put the fear of God in them. Like this, you, this is what's going to happen. You're going to die. Like it's going to happen. The worst possible scenario is death. And that's what's going to happen. And they, I just scare the living crap out of them. To the point where sometimes people are like, well, your kids are scared of everything. Good. Good. I'm glad. I'm glad that they are scared of everything. This way, I have everything under control and they can't control me and do things behind my back because they're all they're terrified of all of it. It was just until this year when because I keep telling them, I'm like, wait, don't even bother looking at girls like this all happens. Everything happens in college. Like you go to college Everything happens in college. And so (laughs) this whole time, like their friends are getting girlfriends. Their girlfriends are getting boyfriends. Like their whole, like everybody is starting to become high schoolers, right? That's what happens in high school. And Gavin says something to me the other day and I almost died laughing. He was just like, mom, you told me I couldn't have a girlfriend. And I just looked at him and I laughed and I'm like, God bless you. You're right. I mean, I, but I know that it's okay. It really is okay. And it's going to happen. But I love the fact that you were scared up until this very conversation to even talk to a girl because you thought you were going to die because I put that in your head. I put that in your head that it was literally, you're going to die. You're going to die. That's what I say with everything. This will kill you. A woman will oh. kill you. A girl,
1: so <laughs> no, not even right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know, but I have scared them enough to their. <laughs> they really think things over before they make that decision, because they have the fear of God in their <laughs> eyes at all times, which is exactly how I want it.
1: <laughs> well, the whole technology thing is just really out of control now. Where. Just two years ago, I think we could put parameters on it. We could set boundaries, timed boundaries, whatever, you know, to create balance. But now it's scary for me. Like there's stuff in there that I don't want to see. And that's become um, more promoted, which, you know, my career, like I think I'll be shadow banned for life because of my career. So uh, it's just a really frustrating situation and topic because it's just it's just not a priority it's it's a job for me where i don't find as much enjoyment out of it like you do like i don't get on tiktok and just scroll never i mean never do i do that and even when i'm on instagram like it's still all industry related related for me and there was a lady that i found that i just love um i don't know much about her and i wish i could remember what her I think it's this is Virginia Kerr she's from Alabama and she's this cute lady I think she's in her 50s um she just started making videos teaching people how to do things maybe organize the house I don't really know what what started all this and now she teaches people how to make videos Because like in three years, she's blown up. She's got over like 100,000 followers or something. And she's just this cute, wholesome lady. So I messaged her and I said, hey, I'm going to be in Alabama. Like, by chance, are you going to Talladega? (laughs) Like, this is probably the last place this woman would be caught dead, right? (laughs) But if she was there, I would love to have met her. Because what I told her is that so often we search for inspiration within our own industry and we forget about being creative and searching outside the box right so Mm -hmm. there's a few ladies and mel's one of them i've never seen her on a hunting trip or post about it not to say she doesn't do it but you know like totally opposite of me and um oh uh who's who's the gold digger lady she was probably like my first person that i really really loved and then mallory Irvin. Like, there's a few people that literally live a completely 180 different life than me. And yeah. I just, I just get so inspired by what they're doing and how they've like owned their own lane. So I would say like, that would probably be my weakness on social media is like, just, I mean, kind of like celebrating people. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yeah.
0: That's true because I think that there's families that I've followed and it started with like just the mom at first and I do follow her for tips or tricks and then all of a sudden she has a baby and then she has another baby and then, you know, her and her husband go through some things terrible like their, their grandpa died and it's just like, oh, like you feel for it. You feel yeah. for it because you, you know, spent the last two years following them and it's like you are part of the family. That's, I think, going to be the hardest part for me with doing all of this is people are going to know everything about me and my life and my kids and my friends for the most part. And hopefully we get big enough to one day where people are going to be like, hey, aren't you that girl? Be like, yes, girl, I (laughs) am that girl. But at the same time, it's kind of scary because then there's like the weirdos out there that.
1: Yeah, and that's. I mean, I've only had a handful of them from the hunting side of things, but, uh, I mean, like, yeah, I've had, I've had weirdos show up in my house. So yeah, like, and it makes you paranoid, but I'm yeah. on the road by myself all the time and yeah. get caught up in like a false sense of security. And yeah. I live in literally the coolest Mayberry ever and it's home and i grew up here and so like you just i don't know it's really easy to let your guard down and that's another thing with social media is just um just being aware you know like of people's motives i probably am really bad at um i guess putting the cart before the horse and judging motives and stuff it's almost like i got walls that have to come down instead of putting myself out there and just seeing what's going to go on. Like, I'm more like, let me just sit back here and scope out the whole situation and see if I'll really want to get involved, (laughs) you know, yeah. Um, for a while, because I guess, because just certain situations that I've been in made me that way. But I mean, it's a, it's one of those things that I absolutely cherish because we do travel so much and we have friends all over the place and it makes, it makes life easy to share. Mm-hmm. right so we get to share everything with people that we don't get to spend actual time with like I, one of my closest friends in the whole world this sounds crazy <laughs> you want to talk about being involved with technology so about five years ago when courses just started getting really big I joined a marketing course so here I am like this hunting chick and I was like really redneck by then. I was not refined like I am now <laughs> Okay, that's a joke. I I probably wear pink camo, everything and stuff, and I don't even like pink. But anyway, so I met this lady who was another ag person because we were in the horse business and all this stuff. So we just kind of stood out, and out of thousands of people on this course, somehow we found each other. And she's a Montana. She was running this beef thing. She was going to launch this, um, like you know, um, I don't know. They, they like homegrown beef and then she sold it and shipped it. Right. So you could buy membership to their beef program. So we literally just connected. I talked to her every single day. She's one of my closest friends I've ever had. And I've never hugged her neck. I've never even been in the same state with her, mm-hmm. but we're going to make it happen. And it's just crazy. Like that's one really cool thing about technology is that like, yeah, there's some things that are so bad, but I think about, all these cool kids that Taterboy gets to stay in touch with that she shared hunting camp with Mm -hmm. and they get to stay friends and that's special. So Mm -hmm. I think as long as you police it, then just use it for what it's for what we like the good side of it, you know?
0: Well, I'm not trying to say that there's anything wrong with technology. That's for sure. (laughs) I absolutely use, I I, utilize it every single day. I utilize uh, some sort of electronic device every single day. To the point where I need that in my life in order for me to get my job done, to get the bills paid, whatever that is.
1: All right. Yeah.
0: But I'm talking more about trying to keep my kids get safe and making sure that there's that understanding and awareness all the time. Um, it happened to me last week to where I don't even know why, but I've always had since my kids have phones, there's an app called Life 360. Yeah. So their phones are their numbers are in it. Right. Yeah. And it tells me everywhere that they're going. Same thing. They keep track of me everywhere I'm going. For whatever reason, my son asked if he could go after school to um, his friend's practice at the school. And I'm like, I'm always like, yeah, absolutely. You know, everything's within walking distance of our house. Absolutely. Get out of the house. Please get out of the house. Go have some fun. He goes. And for whatever reason, I check the app. And I'm watching him walk to the school and I watch in—I literally could see him walk into the school, turn around, walk out of the school, walk across the school parking lot into a dirt field, then start going 12 miles an hour, which it said that he was in a car, and then go across the street from the school to a park down the street. And all of a sudden I'm like calling him. Where are yeah. you? Where are you right now? What's going on? And he's not answering. And then I'm FaceTiming him and I'm so pissed. And he's just like, I'm I'm on my way to the school. I'm all, no, you're not. I could see. Right. And I'm screenshotting and sending it to him. <laughs> and I'm like, it's saying here, it's saying you're in a car. And he's like, I'm not in a car. I was running. And I'm like, what, where are you going? So eventually he tells me, that the whole plan was as soon as he left the house, he was going to the school, meeting the friends, and they were walking down to McDonald's to get a snack, which is just a few more blocks up the street, and then turning around and going to practice. Again, would have been fine with all of that if he just told me, but the yeah. fact of the matter is that you lied to me. Now I have trust issues with when you're saying that you're going to go to a certain place and you oh. don't end up there. <laughs>
1: Like the age that you're at when you're like, oh my God, they're going to get in cars with their friends who just started driving and all these things. So I had live 360 when JC was like that. Now we just follow each other on the Apple app, like comes with your phone or whatever. But I mean, she's an adult now. So I'm like, well, kid, you like, if you do something, like I'm not responsible for you anymore. So you're like, you're going to have to just grow up. Yeah. Well when she was younger and they would get in the car with somebody like if I didn't like how fast they were going I was like I know what's going on I'm like don't make me call your mama you know I got it right here don't make me call your mama. (laughs) like so and it was really cool because we would all kind of team up against all the kids they could never get away with anything but yeah that's why I guess
0: I'm so thankful that none of this stuff was around when I was a teenager because oh boy my mom yeah (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> My mom would have had a she would have had a hard heart attack multiple times probably. What do you mean you're in Hollywood?
1: <laughs>
0: oh, sorry, mom, it was a bus away.
1: <laughs> I never even had a curfew because either I was home before I mean any trouble ever happened because I was boring like that, or we were like at some rodeo or roping or something. And she knew who I was with and we were always pulling a horse trail. Like everybody was very responsible. And so worst case scenario, we either got stuck in a field or we had a flat tire, which has happened multiple times, right? And then she just knew I'd get home when I got home before cell phones. So it was it, it was, it was a different
0: time for sure. It was a different yeah. time for sure.
1: And now trying to think about all
0: of it, I'm like, how did how did how did we even survive? I remember seeing a phone it was a rotary phone on a not a rotary phone but it was just a regular telephone that was on a kitchen wall yeah and my kids were like what is that we don't even have a house phone so they don't even know what a regular house phone's gonna look like and I'm like, oh, that's that's the telephone. And they're like, well, what is that long wire hanging from it? I'm like, oh, the struggle was real when your mama was growing up. Yep. She had to have a cord so long because the phone in the kitchen was too close to where my parents sat every night to watch TV. So I had to have a cord long enough so I could go two rooms away and still talk on the phone. And they're uh, like, what? Oh. What? What?
1: That was <laughs> when the cordless phone came out and we had that three foot (laughs) antenna and they would always get bent yeah
0: (laughs) what was another thing happened we were watching this was last year my kids and I were watching the it's one of the greatest movies of all time but it's called adventures in babysitting and it was made in the 80s right so good it's so good (laughs) and right at the very beginning she's driving these kids and she blows a tire and she's on the side of the road and panicking and gavin just looks at me and he's like why didn't she just call her friend and i'm like well she couldn't what do you mean she couldn't i'm like well there was no phones back then he's like what like had zero (laughs) i mean he completely had the look on his face was like, you didn't have a phone in your car?
1: No. Oh, my gosh. My, my childhood best friend was so spoiled. Like, she was beyond entitled. And she was the cute little cheerleader, captain of the cheerleader team, all that stuff, right? So we're in middle school. And she, I don't remember where they went, but she was bored as could be. So the bag phones that sat in the floorboard of the passenger seat. You know, the big bag, cell phones, the Motorola. You had to plug in the cigarette lighter. Yeah. Well, she just got bored. So she called me while I don't know where her mom was. Like they were somewhere and she didn't want to be there. So she just sat in the car, talked on the phone with me for like 30 minutes on the cell phone back then. And then acted like she never did it. Right. Well, they got a phone bill and it was like $200. And back then that that was a lot. That was a lot. And same money, like I think the average phone bill was like twenty five dollars, but you had to pay per minute. Yeah. Right? I don't know if you got minutes for free or whatever. I mean, I was like, I don't know, ten or something. So, um, now to think how expensive our phone bill is, I mean, it's like a truck payment because <laughs> somehow my parents phone on my plan, all of the iPads, all this stuff, you know, and it's like, how in the world did life change? so much to where we really are ran by technology you're right it's it's, obsessed of our life. yeah so yeah we're gonna start this book club and then we're gonna get (laughs) technology and talk all about
0: it Uh, we're gonna we're gonna lose the cell phones everybody's gonna lose our podcast and we're gonna be re-sacked in books
1: because nobody's gonna have a way to listen to it (laughs) back off grid
0: oh boy okay
1: (laughs) and I can get lost on it. Like, I'm terrible. I, I would say like building my career, that is the number one thing that I has been like an epic failure for me is documenting my life or my story mm-hmm. because I've just always been in the present. And all these cool things that we do when we get on here and talk about, I don't even post about it. I'm like, I have the coolest picture of me and Chad and Tim Montana in front of the Reno sign standing in the middle of the road never even post it but it was like a precious memory to me and yeah. so it's like I don't know like I got to get my act together and care to put this stuff out there because if social media is the way or technology is the way that we're all going to stay connected like I gotta put forth something for people to stay connected with
0: yeah well I'm this I'm just as bad because I take pictures with everything literally take pictures of everything I, but then no, trying no, to regret. post it yeah. Yeah, I don't yeah. post it like just trying to find because it is a task. It is a task. It is such a task to just sit there and be like, I want to create a cool story, or I want to make sure that all these pictures are the right pictures and I tag everybody correctly. And all of a sudden, it's like
1: oh, gosh, 30 minutes Virgin- in, I'm over it.
0: I'm over it. I,
1: it is Virginia Carr, like she's to going to tell you, just throw it out there. Perfection is not progress, Jen. <laughs>
0: it's true I still have pictures in my phone from when I went last year with Chad to Tennessee and I was really good about posting stories because this is the first time I drove we drove across the country and I've never done anything like that in my life so like every new state sign I took a picture and I, I found a song that matched the state right and just put that in my story but then like we got to Jack Daniels by the time we got to Jack Daniels is when my posts stopped and it's not that I don't have hundreds of pictures and dozens of videos. It's just trying to find that time. And it's like now, okay, so what am I going to post it now? A year later, and be like, Oh, this was me last year. and would be like that. That just looks lame. So I, I save it. I go through my pictures so on my own.
1: Do that. We don't care how far back we're going down memory lane. I got stuff from Nashville this trip that I haven't posted. And how many other places have we been? Oh my gosh! Like, yeah, I haven't. uh, The only thing I posted from Nashville was Valentine's. That was it. Uh, I don't even think I did that. (laughs) See, and then we have um, Taterbug saying at the palace twice. I mean, what eight-year-old gets on a stage in Nashville? I didn't post about that.
0: (laughs) Uh, We're too far behind. We. (laughs) I need an assistant that's what i'm trying to figure out i Please. need i need an assistant just to manage my own life so i can manage everybody else's yeah I think that, well, that's what I, it's coming down to
1: i feel guilty of how reliant i've become on you like just because there's just so many things that i don't even know and i'm like i don't even have to learn it all i have to do is call jen and just ask
0: <laughs> you're it out it's like that song um who runs the world jen does <laughs> <laughs> not girls Jen Jen runs the world.
1: Jen she runs least, our world
0: she at least runs the foul life world that's for sure so uh this was a good one I really didn't think we'd be able to talk about technology for an hour and look at us now almost an hour in um so you I, talk about, what was like, that
1: for me technology is like a foreign language okay so i haven't talked about this on this podcast i did on my other one but i bought podcast equipment like two years ago no how long have i been here we're gonna say three and a half years ago i bought podcast equipment pretty much like what i have now except for i have the newer version now and um i never could figure out how to use it it was so intimidating i had all these gadgets and all these like bars that moved around there had to be some levels all this stuff was so intimidating i was like i just can't do it like literally break out in cold sweat that i'm just gonna do something and screw it up and then i'm gonna be so mad at myself that i just can't live with it so, so i mean like what would be worse i mean it's all i can do sometimes to get on podcasts when i'm a guest with somebody else and technology doesn't work like Chad almost gave up on me I don't know how many times on one of ours I'm like I don't even know I could hear him I couldn't see him all stuff so I was like we're the blind helping the blind right now like (laughs) there you know and I literally sold my equipment over a year ago and then all of a sudden he's like you got to do it you got to do it you got to do it and then you got to do one with Jen I'm like oh my gosh I couldn't even do one. And I you want me to do two of these things. So today I was on, I was talking to the boys and I was literally, I was like, you guys don't know how much you mean to me because this was something that I want to do and it is not my strength, Right. So I'm 40. I'm like, heck with this crap of having to learn new stuff. Let's just go find the expert and let's use them. Right. So that's my enlightenment for this, uh, 40 years to freedom. I'm not carrying that burden and that stress anymore. Heck to the no. Yeah. I want it and I want to put it out there and it takes a team. Absolutely. So luckily by, we have these boys that are so good at it and never, like they never even get frazzled. I don't even get it. But you know what? They're in their twenties. That's why.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: they're And, and this them. is all
0: that they know. This is all yeah. that they know is how to fix things and how to put things back together and how to pair things. And to me, I'm just like, I'm over it. Can just give me a CD, CD player, please. Anybody have a <laughs> CD player in the house? I have I... 3,000 CDs that I can't even listen to anymore because I don't have a CD player anymore.
1: <laughs> God's honest truth is this. We just overcomplicate the whole thing. Like, why in the heck did I even care if I got it wrong? Why didn't I just do it? I mean, I think about that. What, like, What was the worst case scenario if I messed up? Nothing. Nothing. I just didn't have anybody to hold my hand, I guess. Nope. Thank God for.
0: Well, that's where you come into my life because, again, I wanted to do this, but I didn't know how to do it. Then I met Chad. He pushed and pushed and pushed for me to do a podcast because he has all of these podcasts and the layout for it, which is awesome. And again, pushed and pushed and pushed until you came along. And it's like let's do it
1: like, and i'm like okay
0: you- well okay what are we gonna do because in my head 100 percent different of a podcast like in my head i was just gonna be all be about the shit show i call life for the most part like my dating life hot mess um my regular life hot mess me trying to be a mom hot mess like everything but it's not really that's not the truth i mean i am not a hot mess As much as my own head. That's how I describe myself. But you come along and you're just like, let's do it. And I'm like, okay, all right. Well, what are we going to talk about? And you're like, we'll figure it out. We didn't even have an agenda. We just had a bottle of wine and a steak dinner one night in front of a fireplace that started it (laughs) all. And it was like, I could do this. I could do this every night. I could drink a glass of wine. I was going to bring a glass of wine, dang it, in here with me tonight. But I feel that since it's come out, I have had so many people. We went live last week, right? So our first episode was last week. Our second episode was released yesterday. I get calls in the middle of the night, texts in the middle of the night. People are sharing. People that you don't even realize would share a post of yours or talk about you are talking about us. And I am so excited for this journey. Like I am so happy and it's just making me want to do it every week now. Like no matter what we went there for so long without doing anything. Like we recorded one we recorded two and then it was like weeks went by. And then we got a kick in the butt from Chad. Okay, and then we did another one. Again, a couple of weeks that go by, but now I'm so excited because people are reaching out to me and they're just like, you know what? I am so dang proud of you because this is something you s- always talked about doing. This is so- whatever you set your mind to, no matter how long it takes, you actually accomplish it, and you're an inspiration. And to me, I'm just like, oh, thanks,
1: friends. Like that's well, it's just crazy too how our lives like align with different stories but such similar hurdles yeah Yeah. very similar and so i'm like it's not coincidental that it's just us it's women and there's so many of them that just can't talk about it or don't have the safe space right where like we do have each other and we know we can just be upfront and honest and whatever and you just dish it out and nobody takes it personal and we just work through it like kind of friendship Mm -hmm. and not everybody has a girlfriend like that and so like i hope that they realize their value and their worth to seek that out or to Mm -hmm. like set that standard so that it does come to them,
0: right? Because everybody needs someone, no matter what, everybody needs someone, even if it's a guy friend, like it could be a girlfriend, it could be a a guy friend, like you need that buddy to push you, to push you into something uncomfortable sometimes
1: Yeah, and that makes you a better person safe zone right so within your box if you always stay in that box there's no growth like you have to go and jump in the deep end of the pool somewhere to reach that potential Mm -hmm. but yeah so like the whole technology thing I sat in my comfort zone way too long so listen to what I did I've been posting on my story about 40 years to freedom but I don't think anybody's paying attention right because it doesn't have anything to do with shooting something or gun dogs or gear right so i'm like I bet people are so confused and they don't even know what this is so i went live tonight before we came on and i'm like okay like all you guys that follow me and you're like what the heck is this because it ain't got nothing to do with anything i'm interested in please tell your wife, please tell, your wife. Like, <laughs> tell your sister tell your
0: I, mom
1: <laughs> you know like um i still do chick things even though it's not often but we still, I'm still a mom, you know, I mean, we still have those same insecurities and struggles and, you know, it's life. And so we all feel like a hot mess on our own, <laughs> but you don't hot mess when you've got a buddy. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's normal. It's yeah.
0: Totally not- normal. Oh my goodness. It's totally normal for us to be hot messes together.
1: <laughs> so, Like, you know, we're going to just, this whole thing about technology is is um a hot topic because no matter how many times you talk about it it can it can become obsessive it can cause negative issues within your life if it's misused Mm -hmm. um but it can bring so much joy and and you know help you reach your potential and your goals and fulfillment and so like that's just how i i'm going to communicate that especially to the kids like we talk about how we're going to do that and then Just stay on them. I think, like, two of the smaller kids, just not letting them use it and privacy is probably a massive help, too.
0: Well, one of my girlfriends told me something. It was probably about eight months ago. She said something to me that she told her daughter because she has a 13 year old daughter. And she's like, I just made sure she understood no matter what she sent to anybody, whether it was a picture or a text, never forget that that could be shared to anyone yeah so your information what you are saying no matter how good of a friend it is if it's just a casual friend if it's a guy friend that text that you're saying can go so much further than just that one person you
1: don't want it on the front page of the school newspaper you better not send it exactly exactly yeah and so I had I turned around and said that to both
0: of my boys and just be like, listen, you just got to be careful. Like you never know a picture that you could be sending could really end up really bad for you. Yeah. And just it could ruin a lot of things for so many. I mean, you it's in the news all the time. Like things that people sent years ago are coming out or videos people made years ago are coming out and ruining relationships and ruining families and you just have to be aware of that situation so teach your kids talk to your kids trust your kids and them making good judgment when it comes to things like this but at the same time pay attention pay attention to what's going on know their crowd their circle uh the apps that they're surfing the internet like the things that they're watching all the time, just be aware of that, so you can have that trust with them and those conversations. It makes it a lot easier than having it after the fact.
1: Yeah, so. I agree. I think like us just talking about it, we may not have told anybody something that they don't already know, but it's one of those things. Just a reminder: hey, we we need to think about this again. You know, we need to circle back around again. It needs to be another conversation in the house again in a way that's not redundant that's like an open conversation for people to say like there's accountability it's not just parents to kids accountability but it's accountability all around you know Mm -hmm. so I think that's really special too is um like how Joe really hasn't been included in that yet but like JC knows where I am like she follows me so like you know that was the whole thing is a teenager who's coming into adulthood it's like okay well you have just as much access to me as i do you you know and and so i think that helps that's fair you know not that life's always fair but when you're asking kids to be honest in a world that's really telling them to not be honest sometimes you got to figure out and get creative on on how you're gonna bridge that that relationship
0: yeah and build that trust with them yeah so well this is this a good was- one this is a good one tonight. Oh, I, I wish know. I really wish I would have had a glass of wine with this one. Yeah. Next time we're going to do it I'm going to be drinking so you're going to have some t- wine too or okay. a beer, bud light, whatever it is that you want.
1: But, you know, like when people hear this, I hope that they send us like their ideas too, like post them, share them with us because you know, we don't have all the answers.
0: And we definitely don't have I don't think anybody has all the answers. And the thing is, is it takes a village. It takes a village to do it right. And especially if you're a single mama and you're out there, you're just winging it most of the time. Like a little bit of encouragement from your friends, your family or people you don't know or just maybe listen to or follow on Instagram or whatever it is. Like sometimes people just need something different in their lives. So they could they could understand that they're not alone. They're not out there doing it. So again, 40 Years to Freedom podcast. We have an Instagram. If you guys have any insight in it on any of our podcasts, please message us. Message us. Yeah. I'll read it. I'll go over it with Anna. Um, Eventually, hopefully, we can do maybe a live Instagram while we're doing a podcast so we can have people kind of coming back in uh, like coming into our conversations and asking questions and things like that along the way. I think that would be really cool. Oh yeah.
1: Come up as soon as I get out there. Maybe we can do more than one.
0: Yeah. That would be fun. I think that would be really fun. So this way we can get our community that is slowly growing. Um, you know they they can all we could be in part of all of each other's lives not just you and me talking about our lives but they can get involved they can get help they can give us recommendations all of that so i'm so excited i'm so excited too and we want to thank you guys hopefully one day we can have some sponsors we could be signing off to at the end of our podcast but uh (laughs) it's gonna happen it's gonna happen Right? Manifest it. We're just going to manifest it. Someone pay me to drink their tequila. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, someone pay Anna for hats.
1: <laughs>
0: she needs new boots.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh. Bring it on.
0: yeah We're going to manifest it and then say it out there to the world, and it's going to happen. All righty, darling. I know you probably are getting a little bit tired out there. I got to go home and figure out dinner with my kids. So I want to say thank you for joining me tonight. Uh, 40 years <laughs> to freedom. Again, give us a follow on Instagram. It's 40 years to freedom. We got a Facebook. We got pictures up there. You can see our faces and connect with us a little bit more. And hopefully you love what we're doing because we love it. and We're having fun. And that's all that matters.
1: <laughs> Bye, girl.
0: All right. Have a great night.
1: You too.
0: Bye-bye. Whoa, black